kept you waiting, huh? Indeed, good bloody well evening to episode 118 of the UK's number one gaming podcast. Got that one right. Crosscast. Uh, we are part of the Crossplayers, a team of mates dedicated to bring you all of our educated opinions on all the incredible games we play, the consoles we love, and the universe of news surrounding them all. And to get things started today on today's Crosscast, I've got some beautiful people with me. Absolutely gorgeous. I've got the uh, I've got I've got someone that I think's in a drama class. It's Lewis. Hi, Lewis. Uh, I am. I'm um, indeed. Are? Very serious dance. on my drama. Yep. Can I? Any anything? Don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've got the walking advert. Ben. Hi, Ben. Hello. I don't you okay? that. But hello. Yep. Good. Can you wear your walking advert? Kojima on your top. Big fan. Big Big fan. Got water. And we've got Alex, who hasn't done his hair again, and he's wearing a gym top, <laughs> even though he doesn't go to the gym. Let's be honest. You okay, mate? As he's ever smiling, fuck off. He does go to the gym. He tells us every time. He tells us every time. Amount of hours per week that you go the gym. You should be absolutely stacked by now. First, stacked. Oh no, no, I just got the gym. You should be ripped. That's what they're saying about gym. I got the gym so I can eat. Like it's just to create more excuses to eat. I don't go to the gym to burn it off and go to the gym to create space how many jokes you're wearing that all day no no I just live in gym gear but I do go to the gym as well active wear active wear, active wear. going to the shops in my active wear how many jokes you look gorgeous and you look very very healthy I am Dan your host with the most chance of type 2 diabetes anyway we've got a jam packed show for you today before we begin if you would like to support us please give this podcast a review on the service you're using give us a like and subscribe on youtube.com slash the crossplayers head over to the crossplayers.com for links to all of our content and discord I like when you get a laugh like that from Ben it's rare because it catches him off guard uh, it's right on his humour if you are stark raving mad uh, speaking of humour hit up patreon.com slash the crossplayers and contribute as little is two pounds to help us produce the show and entry into our batshit crazy whatsapp group let's get started and dive headfirst into the news we're not Ooh. going into the news we're going to pick the play <laughs> <laughs> Type 2 Diabetes, Early Onset Dementia. Uh, pick up and play. Lewis, what have you bought, mate? I, after months, what seems like years, but I don't think it is, maybe a, a year, months and months and months of looking and searching, uh, finally got my hands on something. Uh, there was actually a, re- a reprint, as it's known, of this uh, by I Am 8-Bit. Ooh. And it's this. 
Yeah. Oh. Disco oh. Elysium vinyl. It's like a magic eye, but just a really grotesque version of one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's quite... There's a lot of stuff in there that's a little bit unsettling. That's very what detailed. Is what is the actual artwork? What's the... It's... What's going on? Um... It oppressed masses into mingling in a smorgasbord of utter bullshit wordiness. Yeah, it's from it's from it's all the artwork in the game from a particular thing you can unlock. That the name escapes me. I can't remember what it is, but you can like it's like thought experiments. All of them. It's got a specific name, but I can't remember what it is. I know what you mean. Like, it's something shit compressor. Ben, I'm seriously developing a severe dislike to this attitude. Got I know what you mean. Come on, I'm it trying to It was the face. It was the face after. Uh, no, yeah, so, very happy with it. And it cost me about 70 quid, which I'm actually all right with, considering the price of some vinyls. And you it came from America, shipped from America. proper love disco release as well. So You do? Yeah. yeah. You do. And it's I'll, a very Lewis game. Yeah. I've got a question on the soundtrack, though. The only thing mm-hmm. I can remember from the soundtrack is like a horn going yeah. off in the distance. Is that is that all it is? Just 45 minutes <laughs> of horns? Oh. It's, 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 I mean, it's not a clown soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> the the um, yeah, Instrument of Surrender, I think that song's called. It's the first one on the album. But yeah, I'll, I put it out there to say this, it's the best post-rock album Ever. One of the best, anyway. Okay. I think it's very good. Post-rock. Yeah, so it's very cool. a rock a rock album using non-rock sounds. Oh. Oh. So, like... <laughs> so, like... Sig- like horns? Sigur Ro- Sig- Ross. I'm trying to continue here. Sigur Ross are a good example of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I, prefer jo- I prefer Jonathan. Yep. Um, yeah, so pretty chuffed. Chuffed with that. Happy with it. We're all happy for you. And yeah. I, to be completely honest, after very much enjoying Citizen Sleeper, it has made me have a bit of an appetite to go back to Disco Elysium. So there you go. As and I genuine do have thought. an appetite. <laughs> uh, Alex, what have you bought? I bought Dave the Diver. Okay. Um, nice. it, oh, it, Steam Deck. Steam Deck, indeed. It is a Steam Ooh, Deck. Because it's only on PC with a Steam Deck. At the minute. Because um, it hit. <laughs> 1.0 yesterday, so it was, it's been an early access for a while, and it hit 1.0 yeah. yesterday. And the, it's got really, really good reviews, so I thought I'm going to give it a go. So I picked that up. I haven't played it yet, but it's been purchased. I, when did we see a trailer for that? Because I thought at that point it was quite interesting. It's a good few months ago now, I think. Um, yeah. Topical as well. Diver. Yeah. Good. <laughs> He's upset now that we haven't spoken more about the. Uh, Try to read my book. It's fine. It's okay. I'm sorry, Lewis. Uh, Dave Diver, then I want to pick that up as well because it's only like what 15 quid did you say? Sorry. Yeah, I think it's 10 percent off just now, just because it's just going into early access. Uh, sure, we have your voice. I have no idea no, what happened here. Turned into the foghorn yeah. of Disco Elysium. Incredible. Baleful song, actually. <laughs> Show some respect. Is Dave the Diver the killer app for the Steam Deck then? Would you say? Oh, I don't so know. Mm. Seems like does it I have mean... a killer app. I don't know. Well, maybe it does now. Maybe it does. Think it needs one. You put all those killer console PC exclusives. You tell me, Sunshine. What about that game that's a train? 
you got run away from like a ghost train. You're also a train. And there's a oh, train train Charles. Yes, something like that. Mm. That's, it's got that's... choo-choo on it when it's a train. Mm. Yeah. Choo-choo, choo-choo. Here comes a train. I thought it was one of the songs. It's a Wiggles song. Um, Ben. Yes. I have. I've. I haven't picked up anything physical. Can't show anything off. I've ordered a couple of bits and bobs. So maybe you know, stay tuned for next week. Um, but I did pick up on the recommendation of one Daniel Ward. Uh, I picked up Sable because uh, you quite enjoyed that. I think everyone. Power bomb through a table. There we go. Um, <laughs> the way you <laughs> described Sable uh, mm. made me think I'd enjoy it. Art style obviously looks lovely. Looks like one of those nice little, just I don't know. It kind of got a journey esque vibe to it, where you can just sort of disappear into it and it's got sort of whimsical things. So I thought, yeah, I'll give that a go. It was like six pound on CD keys. Yeah, on the Xbox. So I thought, why not? Now that I'm using my Xbox again, let's go for it. I think mm, you'd be Sable. pleasantly surprised by it. I think it, it surprised me at certain points where I thought, okay, this is the game, and then it keeps changing a little bit and a little bit, which is like quite nice, and then gorgeous as well. Absolutely stunning. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. it. Uh, Lewis, what have you been playing, mate? I've still, I'm still playing Zelda. Okay. So happy about that's, that? Yes, very much okay. so. Still really, really enjoying myself. Um, in terms of main story... I've not progressed any further. I've done some bits and pieces on the side. I've explored more of the depths. I've uh, tried to get to as many sky islands as possible. I have um, what else? I don't, like, I don't like the corks. It's tricky. I don't like keen on them. Oppressive. I don't mind it. Mm, yeah. Very oppressive. I get I'm very the... adept at attaching a bright bulb, what the fuck it's called, to an arrow, shooting it off so I can see what's happening. I like that. See, one. I don't like wasting my arrows, so I'd rather just drop it and then hit it with a sword. Drop it. You could throw it as well, you know. Yeah, but then you have to run up to it to hit it with a sword anyway. No, you don't. You throw it and it, l- it lights up. That's what happens. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes. for, the, for, the, for those listening, Ben was just staring intently into the uh, camera. He was, he was lovingly. Lovingly, well. lovingly, Thank lost you. in his eyes. What oh, wouldn't do to those eye holes? Uh, yeah, so I was. <laughs> Is that cheapest creepers? <laughs> yeah, so just just exploring around. I've yeah, I've got to the dungeon for the oh, the Gerudo last one, um, but yeah, I've I've decided to go for a little wander and uh, see what I can see. But yeah, still nothing's really getting a look in to be honest. Okay. That's it. still Zelda. Fine. I've still been playing Zelda. Been enjoying it. Nice. Uh, I think we're all going to probably talk about another game now. Uh, should we talk about Final Fantasy sixteen a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. We definitely should. It's we always should. exciting, isn't it, when we've got these big games that come out and few of us are playing them. It's like mm, I'm just going to go the mute. Best, the best <laughs> <of times. laughs> yeah. As yeah. Well. Uh, all right. So. I'm cooler on this, so I'll let you guys talk positively about it, because I think, Alex, you've already steamrolled your way through this by the sounds of things. You're hitting um, bosses that are relatively endgame, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm about, it says 75% on the dashboard now, okay. so I'm 25 hours in. 
Um, and I've absolutely loved. Well, mad right, progress. I, I was going to say I've absolutely loved this game. I've absolutely loved the highs of this game. Okay. The lows of this game are dull as fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, it, it, the, the pacing is all over the place. Like, and I've listened to so many podcasts kind of saying the same thing, but the pacing of this game is really all over the place. So, you, some of these big boss battles are incredible. Like, I've never experienced battles like it in a game. Like, they're so. The production value, like, the scale, the music, the cinematics, it's out of this world. And then you spend three hours going and picking up bits of sand. Like,. Mm. No, <laughs> like you just don't need to do those bits. If they had scaled back those bits and kind of just continued the story at a bit of a better pace, then this game would have been incredible. Um, yeah. That it's it's taking the shine off it, but you just kind of then get to the stage where like can't be bothered with most of the side quests anymore. If it's not giving me anything, I don't bother, um, and I'm not paying as much attention to some of the bits in between because I'm just like this is so dull. But picking up the bits I need to in the story, but then when you get to those more like you know when you're then kind of properly starting to get into the story bits and it's building back up to like the next kind of boss fight and then you're getting back right back into it then because you can feel the tension build again but the the pacing really lets it down and pulls it down from what i would say could have could have easily been a 10 to more like an eight for me mm. okay interesting ben similar mm. issues or you i think I probably sit somewhere between Alex and you in terms of how I assess this game. Like, I agree that the highs are spectacularly high. Like, the I love the battle system and the fact that it, it gets better and better and better as you go on. The more abilities and icons you unlock, it just escalates really nicely. Um, I think my issue with it... And it... <laughs> To be honest, if I just switch my brain off, this is a fucking amazing game. This is brilliant. If I'm not thinking about it, this is a superb character action game where I'm just plowing through these like long but ridiculously easy battles. Like it doesn't feel like a million miles away from Diablo in that sense. Like mm. it's almost like there's no friction at all. I'm just yeah, hit that button, hit that button, hit that button, wait for that cooldown to finish okay hit that do that special move and i love it it's it's great and and i'm and i'm very impressed with the story as well for the most part i think the alex is right about the pacing and the bits in between and some of the elements where it does build up tension but then that tension sort of just lands with a bit of a wet fart rather than a you know complete smashing blowing your mind kind of thing um it's it's a really good character action game, but it's definitely not. It's not an RPG, and that is um, fine. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm sure Dan, you'll you'll probably I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I'd imagine you'll say it's it's not a Final Fantasy game in in the, the true sense of it. Um, but it's not even an RPG. It's a, it's an action game, and it's a very very competent one of those. Mm. Uh, but I do miss the like the complexity and the no development depth. of yeah. like you know like something like a job system or just decide it like like in Elden Ring just right where am I going to put my points how am I going to develop my mm. character that all of that sort of nerdy RPG shit is just completely gone 
Um, which again is totally fine. It's fun. They have just gone right. How can we make a fun game? Yeah, and make it as accessible as possible to everyone. And they have completely nailed that brief. Um, but it's just a little bit lacking in the the depth that I would imagine purists would be looking for. Um, and I yeah, I'm on that front. It's a bit. It's slightly disappointing. And I think Alex is right. I think it probably lands around an eight for me, which is obviously incredibly good still. Hmm. But I think there's, and I've got a lot more of the game to see. I think I'm. PlayStation tells me I'm about 40% of the way through, which I find weird because I've only put in 12 hours. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's it's lovely, fun to play, satisfying combat, interesting story. Um, but there's just, it's been so, it's as like chiseled as Clive's jawline, I would say, <laughs> to, you know, to what, to what it is. They've chipped off all the fat so it is literally just the most linear action game you could possibly imagine. And the only way I know it's a JRPG is because they say the same things 500 times every time you have a fight. Uh, you know, sick'em toggle. If I hear that one more time, I'm going to throw myself out of the window. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's a great game. It is a great game, but it's not... I don't think it's going to be anywhere near my sort of game of the year list. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Anyways. Start with the positives. I, I love the UI. I love how clean it is. I think there's mm-hmm. some weird decisions in it as well. Like when you're approaching it, like this is a high fantasy game. And when you're approaching the door, there's like a really, it feels like it should be in a, I don't know, like cyberpunk or something. But like the open door symbols like really slick and keeps rotating around and rotating around. I'm like, you could have made that bronze or you could have gone for like some simple decisions to make this a little bit more authentic or at least making that like shoehorning in chocobos and shoehorning in moogles feel completely out of place in this game like none of the the final fantasy mainstays like in high fantasy elements that you get like final fantasy 9 and stuff it does not feel like right at all um more positives i'd say in terms of the opening sequences like okay you are just watching a film um but they're absolutely fantastic like the icon battles are incredible that like mm. idea of a dominant controlling an icon i was like oh now i'm into this like, i like that part that's that's gripping me a little bit more um the i you can't even call it plagiarism how much this is taken from game of thrones within the first 20 minutes you've <laughs> yeah, got yeah. <laughs> you've got john snow you've got ghost you've got uh hodor you've got um like literally I, I can't even be like you've got the mum some women trying to have sex with everyone to play them off against each other yeah. Yeah. and just and I'm like and then you read that the guy actually made the entire development team and production team watch back to back all of the Game of Thrones episodes and you go oh yeah well that's fucking why it's the, like what how they've gotten away with it I don't think they have gotten away with it because obviously everyone's talking about it but that is just absolutely obscene the fact how much they actually lift from it and the story yeah. is near enough at points beat for beat i think i um i was listening to the rgm podcast and they're bringing out a comparison video of all the things that happen and there is just like it, the hodor part was the worst yeah like, i mean really... i thought that straight away you're, you're just like uh, come on yeah so what's just... this a guy that just says his name no not no quite, no but... <laughs> it's not quite but it's just the, his the... name's uh Go- Goza. open Goza. the window yeah yeah <laughs> 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 it just says <laughs> Goats. 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 Yeah, yeah. 
but he's just basically Hodor. Like, and he can articulate himself, but he's just not the brightest. And I can't spoil it, but there's a thing he does really, really well when you first meet him that basically like cements him as Hodor, and you just go, "Oh, it's Hodor." And uh, so, yeah, the beats it takes from it, and then just the blatant rip off of the story is a little bit disconcerting. That being said, it is still a fun game. I totally agree with you. I think the battle system is a lighter version than what you got in the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I think the game benefits from that. Um, It runs... I've not had one glitch. I've not had any slowdown or any tear on it. Personally, I don't know if you guys have, but... It gets worse further into the game. Okay. So I was going to say, I think that's another thing worth commending. Like, a couple of episodes ago, I was saying, like, how... We have to praise the likes of Street Fighter Six, Tears of the Kingdom, uh, Diablo Four for just coming out and just running like a game should on day yeah, one. Yeah. And I haven't seen any issues with this. It's, yeah. I'm playing it in quality mode as well, which is I first. am those, I'm uh, in quality, yeah. I think the... um, performance mode is not quite as good. Like normally yeah, we'd right. go right, sixty frames is much more important. But yeah, on this, I think this is definitely quality mode is the way to go. Yeah, because I think it dips to like 720 in the action sequences in quality mode. Oh, okay. You can tell by the faces. I think that was the first thing that I noticed. And you can see it Mm. flip at certain points from an an FMV into a a basic cutscene. And then into an action mode, the face just looks a little bit segmented. But then the amount of stuff going on on a screen at once. And with all of the... Yeah, with all of the icon stuff happening behind as well at times. Like in, in, in some of these massive set pieces. Go on, Lewis. On you go, mate. I've not played it. I don't know what you mean by icon. So you remember summons in the old Final Fantasy games? Yes. Where you could summon of. like Ifrit or you could summon Shiva and they come in midway through a game and then they do a lot of damage and then they fuck off. Like now the game is kind of centered. The, 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 like I think somebody explained them as like nuclear weapons. So every single like principality or uh, country has got their own icons. Some have got more than one. Um, some of them are just within certain people and just like fucking around like in certain places so they're that they've been built in something a bit different in this game which i, mm. I really like i love that concept it's very yeah, it's um, cool yeah uh, like kaiju, and then you have this kaiju yeah. battle where yeah. your icon is fighting another icon and it's near the best but the spectacle of it is just absolutely ridiculous loads of like quick time events and things like that but it never stops feeling cool and cinematic every one of those i've done so far simple change to the way it does it if of like just the um what to call it cinematic dodge and cinematic yeah. strike like mm. even just the inclusion of those things like i'm playing on the easiest mode and it, it you do get like five seconds i think to be able to dodge something meaningfully but like it's so much fun just to add in that little bit more element of interactiveness and i think that's where a lot of action games stumble over where it will jump into these scenes and you are just watching something again and waiting for it to come back on for you to be able to play and usually then the boss ends up on half the other side of the screen so that you can get back over to them. This doesn't do that. It's still very much close combat. So yeah, it's got a lot of good stuff going for it. But I think the, mo- the biggest negative is it's still not a Final Fantasy game. I'm still really disappointed that it isn't. And I'd, I thought I'd tempered that based on everything that I'd seen and obviously then jumping into the demo for a little bit. Um, but I haven't. I still don't feel it is. I don't feel the story is a Final Fantasy story. It's a Game of Thrones story. Um, it's still fun. But again, the fun that I wanted from that franchise is really well thought out characters, great dialogue. Like some of the the dialogue between you and NPCs, and it's fucking stupid. 
Um, and again, the decision to choose certain voice types really fucking bothers me. Similar to that <laughs> Scottish bloke in um, what was the game? We all oh, bravely, bravely default bravely to default, bravely default yeah. to, and then Xenoblade Chronicles two with the fucking Leeds West Yorkshire accents. Like it's <laughs> it's just over embellishing certain areas. And we're like, oh, I'm going to talk like this, I am. And we're like, fucking hell, yeah. why, <laughs> why does every character have to have a really extreme version of like their lo- their local accents? Yeah. Yeah. And, ca- and it's not even that far away, so it's not like, no, like there should be any regional variation, really. I'm not even sure that you have met a character yet, though, that gets even worse. There's a, there's a character yeah. that comes a wee bit later on that you're just like, oh my god, that accent is so annoying. <laughs> but like uh, Sid... In this, I take it you've Finchy. encountered him. Yeah, Fidji, Chris Finch, bloody good rep. Very it's good so rep. odd seeing a kettle or hearing his voice coming out of that character. I still, mm. several hours in, can't get used to his voice Doesn't coming him. from, from yeah. Sid. Uh, and particularly because he's one of the key voice actors in Diablo 4. And I've played a shitload of that yes. as well. Yes. Yeah. And I'm okay. like, oh, well, he's just everywhere at the moment. And every time I hear him, I just see Finchy. Mm. Yeah, I can't get it out of my head um, from the office. If anyone wants, what the he's hell? Character Game of Thrones, as well, isn't he? He's one of the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, and he's a iron dickhead in that as well. Isn't he's he? Ironborn. Yeah, and that's what they call Ironclad in this game. So it's like people that are yeah, and it's anyway. There's so many similarities, but I'm probably with you guys. It's probably a seven and a half, eight out of ten game. Where I'm up to, mm. I'm like four, or five hours in. I am enjoying it. I will play it. We'll continue playing it. I'll probably sooner play this at the moment than go back to uh, Jedi Survivor just because of the way right. you know, the way I'm at, I am actually captivated by it. But it's like morbid curiosity as well, just to see how far I can push my own fury. Uh, Tolerance and fury. Yeah. It's just so close to being being a Final Fantasy game. I just like yeah. Press so, L three and R three to accept the truth, Dan. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> That's all you've got to do. That's all you fucking um, got to do. So I've got a question for all of you. Go for it. Go on. Do you think the Final Fantasy name splashed on the box has an impact in how you feel about it? And if Not it wasn't a Final Fantasy no, game, no. would it impact your overall thoughts? Because obviously there's a lot going there history-wise with Final Fantasy. If that so, wasn't there, if it was a new IP... I'll go. I'll go quickly first because there was a game called Vagrant Story that I really enjoyed that Square Soft brought out. I think it came out because I I played them all the wrong way round and got into Final Fantasy at eight and then went back and played seven because I found it in a Woolworths and nearly started crying because I was so happy. <laughs> and then then waited for nine to come out. I played Vagrant Story after playing seven, and it was I was like, oh, this is nothing like Final Fantasy. And I was like, oh, but this is fine. I'm enjoying it. And because I was really in Squaresoft, then I played the Bouncer, and that was, again, nothing to do with it. And obviously, something like Kingdom Hearts came out, and I was like, oh, this is nothing, again, similar to that kind of game. So I'm used to Squaresoft doing things differently, and Square Enix now, obviously, doing something completely different with this game. But the fact it's got Final Fantasy on the front of it, I'm just like, it's missing a lot of the heart and the beats of those games. And even the fact that within the first, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes... Um, it tries to it tries to knock you off a little bit by doing a really gory death I don't know if you guys remember it like and yeah, like, yeah 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 there's a lot of throat slitting blood splattered across a child's <laughs> face yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's like there's quite a few of those moments in the first like hour and I'm like okay this is again not a fan of fancy thing but I'm not getting any character building I'm just being I'm meeting this moody kind of squall-esque character but anyway I've, I've ranted <laughs> 
Go on, Alex, what would you say? It was definitely not for me because it was the appeal of this game and how it was different from Final Fantasy game that made me play it. Um, so, like, because Final Fantasy is just something I've never, I've always struggled and I've tried and it's just not my, like, a classic, typical Final Fantasy game. It's not a kind of game that I get on well with. Um, so, yeah, there's no influence there in terms of why I'm enjoying it is to do with, it ain't been anything to do with Final Fantasy. I think if they'd called this Devil May Cry 6 or Game of Thrones the game <laughs> or something like that, then I'd probably enjoy it just the same. Yeah. Mm. I think for me, I've been like wanting to get into Final Fantasy for a long time now, ever since meeting Dan and realising what a, a lovely man he is. Um, I So for me, this was like, they have made this super accessible version of Final Fantasy that's like games I've played and enjoyed in the past. So mm. for me, it's like, this is very important, this is a Final Fantasy game. Within a few hours, I was like, okay, I want to play Final Fantasy VII Remake next because, yeah. like, I get it now. Like, this is cool. Even though I know, you know, the further you go back in time, the less like this game they are, it still just makes me, like, it's endeared me towards the franchise as a whole. So I think just moving on from that question, Lewis, this is also, we've spent a lot of time talking about the, like, the, the yeah, but of it all. But yeah. to be completely honest, this is, a fantastic game that I have loved and I'm only really I haven't had much of a chance to play it this week so I'm kind of like a bit, you know how a bit of distance from a game just makes you reflect on it and go oh, really is it is it that hmm. if I'd have just carried on playing it and playing it and playing it like I was at the weekend just gone I'd be sitting here going this is fucking amazing hmm. like it's only when I've taken a step back at, you know away from the coal face I can kind of see it for maybe what it is but it's it is brilliant. Oh, like, it's fantastic. Like, yeah. Still, it's such a good game. It is but stupid. Just, fun. We're sort of forced to overanalyze and critique things, aren't we? And, you know, the fact that we're doing this podcast, we have to actually think about what we're playing rather than just playing it and enjoying it. Um, but if I, as I said right at the start, if I could just switch my brain off and just plow through this, I'd be happy as a pig and shit. Yeah, I need to accept as well, like, old-fashioned JRPGs aren't always going to be the the thing that people want and that a, a franchise yeah. ha- has to change, like Mario had to change, but the difference is Mario still brought out 2D platformers and still wanted to appease yeah. its fan base, same as Metroid, you know, with um, with Dread. Like, it's just I'd like the same thing with that, with that franchise, not just, I don't know, like... Um, I'm trying to think of any of the JRPGs like Octopath or something like that where it's it's a to throw back to like one through to six Final Fantasy games, but not the seven, eight, nine, ten era and twelve, where I just absolutely adored them. So I guess that will come though, like I hope so, eventually yeah. that will become retro and people will play, Oh, this is a homage to Final Fantasy twelve and you know, yeah. that will eventually so. you know, everything's cyclical, it'll come around. Yeah, but one other thing before we move on from Final Fantasy sixteen, this the other thing that it's made me ponder is we've all settled on this at around what seven and a half eight out of ten probably we're all various different stages of the game the it's been overwhelmingly positive in terms of reviews settled around like a 90 on metacritic just below maybe hmm. is there an element i, I and this is i don't mean this in like a dickish way but like 
do websites get more views for higher reviews do you think like if you say Ooh. this is a masterpiece 10 out of 10 do you think you get more clicks mm. than if you say this is an 8 I think yeah. I'm wondering like yeah, yeah. like is there pressure on reviewers because we've seen so many like 9s and 10s mm. coming out this year and it, granted it's been a phenomenal year but I do wonder is there an element of pressure of like we well, gotta get them clicks seen all these redundancies and things that's happening in this industry yeah that's a good point like we need to get people to our website well and and subconsciously are we going well this probably should be a seven or an eight but let's give it a nine or a ten because ad revenue yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean uh, i feel like an absolute dick saying it but I, it does make me think no, I mean, uh, 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 is that subconsciously happening in the industry a little bit it's a valid point because i mean Unanimously there between us, we all landed around around that kind of eight eight point, and I think for valid reasons. I think it it definitely feels. I mean, we might be the minority here, but it definitely feels that it's been overmarked. Mm. Like, but our livelihoods don't depend on no. people. Like, if nobody watches this, it doesn't make any difference to us. But like, if if this was our our job, and we needed people to come and watch this video. We, you know, would we have to be a bit more sensational about oh, this, or four out of ten? Final Fantasy Sixteen is the worst game ever. Like, do we have to be more extreme in order to generate? Oh well, yeah, I see a lot of and, that as well, aren't you? Yeah. So it's yeah. I don't know. Just something I thought about that I was like, mm, I wonder I think, how much that is a factor. There's always been the element of whenever you you write a decent review for a game, you're going to get featured on almost that splash page you know that they do where it's like all the different reviews yeah, yeah, the five yeah. stars of it and I suppose if you're on that because you always read a couple and go like fucking hell why is that a thing on there but also it's ad revenue isn't it like you said like if you've got I presume quite a lot of ad revenue comes from video game producers and um, development houses so if you're reviewing game as well and you're generating more views around that kind of I don't know, let, let's say that demographic, like you want to make sure that you've got the right people come to the site. And then part of that is probably attracting there, whether or not it's, I don't know, maybe a, let's say a polarized review where it's really negative, where everyone's gone positive or vice versa. But yeah, even then it kind of counts my own point, doesn't it? If you want to be on that splash screen. So it's interesting. Yeah. Isn't it? Cause when Alex and I went to play Expo in Glasgow a couple of weeks ago, uh, had said that I'd be really interested to see, and I've already forgotten again what that website was called, that spike in hits for the 0 out of 10 for Hogwarts Legacy. Wired. Yeah. Was it Wired? Wired. Because yeah. the hits on like that, the revenue on that would have gone fucking mental. Yeah. Mm. And then somebody there at that company, and I'm not saying the reviewer, because I do think the actual reviewers themselves are completely like, Unbiased. all the work they do is amazing. But somebody there just watching the ones and zeros in the background looking at the bottom line it's like hang on a minute we give something a six or a seven yeah we get x amount of views we give something a zero or a, yeah, a yeah. zero to four or a, a nine or a ten we get five times yeah. the amount well, what's it's just i don't know uh it's tricky Sorry. one i was gonna say well what's if wired had just not reviewed it <laughs> would that not have been the most sensible of yeah. stances not to have said anything at all However, by saying something, they're probably acknowledging the fact that they're going to get attention from doing so. And yeah. that's the, yeah, that's the kicker. But 
We should be like completely transparent. Like, although yes, we don't depend on income from what we do here. There is still an element of like, right, Alex. So like, take when we've done reviews for Crossbutton VR. There is an element of like, right, we want to write a a pithy phrase to sum up what we think of this game, in the hope that we get mentioned in that like an an accolades trailer. In yeah, the hope that yeah. will generate more traffic and get more eyes on us. So even for us, that doesn't really benefit much from it at all. It's still something that we talk about and think about. So it must be something that a massive company does. Yeah, surely. I don't know. You've broken the matrix, Ben. You, you're gonna Morpheus is gonna appear soon. Off your two pills. Um, okay, well, look, I think it's still overwhelmingly positive for it, and it's still something I'm gonna finish and enjoy. So. And I'm actually, you know what, really enjoying, like I said to you, Tears of the Kingdom has got me back into playing games again. And it's got me into enjoying games again. So I've um, got a holiday coming up. I'm, uh, we're off to Wales again, uh, near Abbasock. So I'm taking a Steam Deck. Oh. I'm going to take the PlayStation 5 this time and try and hook up to the telly <laughs> so I can just play in the evening. Um, because why the fuck not? Like, I'm enjoying it. So it's yeah, a holiday. Good. You don't yeah, own me. That's lovely. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Um, anything else? Anyone for any more? Yes, I've forgot that I wasn't on last week and as I mentioned there I met up with the lovely Alex at Play Expo in Glasgow. How was it? Um, How was it? It was Imagine EGX but it was all off just the tat stands and then some <laughs> pinball machines. Oh, all <laughs> the best of EGX. Oh, you've got it. Yeah, and booths going out of order. I mean, it's, it's, good, it's, good, it's good. It's good to go and there's something there. But like, because Dan, you'd kind of said, "Oh, I'd go up," and I felt bad for saying, I, "It's not." I don't think coming up from Liverpool for that. It's. Uh, I would have You'd worried have that you would have thought it was a disappointment. Uh, I would have seen you guys, so it would have been fine. It's okay. But yeah, that's what it was good. It was good. It was good seeing Alex. It was good for. It was good uh, meeting up with the, the pure dead gamer guys, Donny, Jess, and my liege. Um, yeah, so it was good. <laughs> it was good for uh, good to see them. Alex um, giggling I, to himself there. There's a guy came up to Craig, called him My Liege. It was very weird. It was very weird. My Liege. Because he recognised him. He oh, bowed him. Lovely. So if you, if you do follow Pure Dead Gaming, you know Craig, you must address him as My Liege from now on. My did, Liege. That just reminded me. Alex, did you say someone recognised you? It's the same, same guy. guy. Same guy. Really? Wow. But yeah, we've made that's, it. That's pretty cool. That's pretty I cool. like that. Imagine yeah, if I can recognise me and I was standing next to him. I was just standing like a prick. <laughs> I was on the bus. Yeah, yeah, so, I, yeah I've got. Who would? So, okay, here's a, here's a question for all of us. Who would react the funniest if they got recognised at EGX this year? Anyone in the group? Absolutely, Laurie. Yeah, I was going to say Laurie. <laughs> 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 what, uh, do, do, do you want a job? Yeah. <laughs> like, look at me! Look at me! Look at me in the eyes! Look at me! Love it. Chill, Ben. You've got an yeah. idea. You had an idea. For... Wait, yeah. oh, I've had an so, idea. Actually, you had an two idea. Seconds. Two seconds. Oh, Lewis, Lewis on, hasn't Lewis. got round to his point. Oh, didn't yeah. know he had more. Sorry, mate. <laughs> give him, give him some time. And I tangent. Pretend you never said it. I forgot that I've got the pickups. Um, just quickly, because a couple of... Oh, sugar. Alex, Alex had given me Street Fighter 6. Favoritism. Of. So, thank you, Alex. But at one of the tat stands at Play Expo Glasgow, I bought a couple of things. Uh... I bought two Japanese version oh, N64 okay. games. 
which were this one I bought nice. just because oh, uh, I thought it was really cool. Kong. Uh, everything's in Japanese. I've got no idea what it says. I think that but there says Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I think that's what yeah. that says. Um, with the uh, uh, booklet, cartridges in, little plastic bag. Lovely. Um, I also picked up this one. This one's the one that caught my eye. And this is Mario Golf like 64. And that's it's such a lovely, lovely artwork. It's really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Again, it's all in Japanese. I've got no idea Why what it says. Why does Japan have such nice box art compared to us? Is it America? nice or is it just different? No, it's much better. Is it? I think okay. it is much better. But have that... you seen the uh, Pikmin artwork that we've got? Yeah, oh yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, but that sure. was twelve pounds, and this Ooh. was twenty twenty-two. But also at that same stand, there was other box Japanese versions for Pokemon Red and Yellow. Like Kirby's Dreamland, uh, and a link to the past, and they were like Ooh. 140 quid. They wow. were lovely though. He was like, Are they still, them up. they still sealed as well? They weren't sealed, no, no, no. It was just very wow. good condition. The guy was like, I can open it for you. You can see what's oh. inside. I was like, No thanks. God damn. But they were really, really nice. Even like that, just the artwork, especially the Kirby one for some reason. Like, yeah, white and pink zigzag with Kirby on the front. It's lovely. Really, really nice. That's so, yeah, nice. That's, that's what I picked up. Alex bought a Game Boy. I did buy a Game Boy. Did you buy a Game Boy? <laughs> of course, yeah. he had to one up you somehow. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you, you hustled the child. <laughs> what, what, okay, come on. What do you do? Right. Well, do you rip well, it off? It's mine! Almost. Right. <laughs> so, we, we were going around and I'd, I'd spied this. I'd spied this Game Boy, there was a boxed Game Boy with Tetris, a silver Game Boy pocket, and it was 140 quid. And I'm like, oh, that's a bit steep. And mm. then I was walking along and I seen this wee boy looking at it. It was a, a translucent one, Game Boy pocket, and the guy, I heard the guy saying, I'll, I'll throw Tetris in my thought, and I'm like, okay. And, and then he went, he went <laughs> where That's how they got you. No, no, no. And then, seen this pile of dog shit, mate. 500 quid. <laughs> so the wee boy I'll throw was Tetris like, in. Oh. <laughs> The wee boy was like, I'll think about it. And then he's like, I'll be back in a minute. And he gave it back to the guy. And I said to the guy, how much is that? And he went, 45 quid. I'm like, right, I'll have it. He's like... It's pretty good. He's like, you can't because that, that wee boy is going to have it. So I need to keep it here. I'm like, but, right, I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to stand here until he comes back. And then the wee boy comes back. He's mum and his dad. And he's a bit like, and he's humming and hawing. And he's humming and hawing. And he's like, ah... It's like I don't know. I've only got a fifty-one pound budget, and it's forty-five. It's forty-five pounds, and I'm like, I don't know if I want it. And then he started tagging with the guys. Like, would you take forty? And the guys like, no, looking at it's you, forty-five. Going, you've just told me how much you've got. Uh -huh. mate. Of course, uh -huh. I'm not going to take like, forty. Would you take forty? And I'm like, there you go. <laughs> and I just gave the guy my card. Because oh. like, like, hanging around that whole bit, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm just down here. And he was, you, I, I'm just here, and you were like, I just need to hang around here for like just a little while, just till this guy comes back. But like that boy must have been at it because he had a huge pile of stuff by the end of the day. Aye, but I ended up seeing him at Wii U at one point and then something else. So whether he hustled Aye. his parents to buy him more or what, I don't know. But he got a good haul anyway, so I didn't feel too guilty by the end. Yeah. Whatever yeah. helps you sleep at night, Alex. Yeah, I know, yeah. I, bet I got my Game Boy with Tetris. I was happy for 45 quid. Yeah. So, and it works. Yeah. It was good. And you it were worried that it wasn't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. I bet you whispered to him, there's one over there for 40 pounds of you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking play with that. Sell me your wheelchair and I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Your mum's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> Okie dokie. Can we move on, Lewis? Are we okay to carry on now? 
Apologies, yes. You're happy, you've shamed Alex suitably yep. enough. Yep. Over to you, Ben. Well, Dan, thanks for handing over to me. Is the idea I had... Uh, no, it sounds like I'm reading it. It did, not, didn't it? Okay. Um, thanks, Dan. No, well, we, we were originally going to do this last week, but then Nintendo dropped a direct on our asses, and Lewis dropped out, so we changed the format at the last minute. Um, but because it was like summer solstice last week, middle of the year, we thought we could have a, like a mid-year catch-up on all the games that have dropped so far, games we've missed, games we're looking forward to in the second half of the year. I have catch-up more than once a year. Fantasy critic, where we are with the uh, 2023 predictions, etc., etc. So I thought we could just spend a little bit of time, our topic of the week, just going through all of that stuff. Starting with best games we've played so far this year and dan i'm coming at you oh cleopatra that's right isn't it what would you say what's what's obviously yeah obviously you've played zelda that's dropped this year but there's probably other games that you've spent time with that you'd probably say you've enjoyed yeah, most, i mean but yeah talk us through it. i'll always get called out by carl if i don't pick rocket league obviously i'm still thoroughly <laughs> enjoying that game um so yeah i'll probably say rocket league i've been playing quite a little bit of that sable i played this year as well um mm-hmm. i honorable mention that although it, it is a little bit dull and a zelda light kind of game um you didn't tell me that before i bought it did you no nope. <laughs> <laughs> does it matter for you don't think so let's be honest yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else I want to pick out. So I'll, I'll just jump in. I think the one obvious pick is Zelda. So I think someone else is going yeah. to talk about that in a minute. I'll let them talk about and I'll compliment that. But the one I'll pick is uh, Marvel Snap. So I'm laughing about it. <laughs> but mm. I still think that game is so much fun. And the way that they it shake is. up the meta so continuously. They've just brought out a new mode called Conquest which is incredible. I finally got to Omega, which is where you basically complete the um, the tiers that you can that reset every single season, every month, uh, where you get to 100 and get the best possible pride, which is usually a back of a card and like a, a nice shinier version of one. Uh, but Conquest has kind of come along where you can you can play a... There's three different tiers. So it's Proven Grounds, then there's a Silver tier, then a Gold tier, then an Infinity tier. And you basically got to win tickets for the next tier by completing each of those areas and what it is it's like you've got six a bar of i think six or eight health at the top uh if you snap and both you snap and you get all eight then you can knock down most of it it must be 10 because it leaves two so it's got bar health of 10 and you you're basically like chipping away at that over multiple games using the same deck it's so much fun such a really really clever way of playing the game where it's almost like Pokemon at times, where if you if you had just a fire deck and you're coming up against a water deck, you probably know you're going to lose, so you've got to be a little bit clever with what's happening, maybe get a rub of the green in terms of the uh, the areas that are getting um, uncovered in the middle. So it's just, it, this is a really, really clever way of playing that game and a really good meta that's been introduced with Conquest. The main game itself is still really fun. Like I said, I think the win rate is still 50%. Um, they've nerfed pretty much all of the big cards now and it in a good way it's not as if they're just nerfing them for the sake of it it's like Galactus was a really powerful deck and was really prominent mm. and getting to like a stupid win rate at one point I think it was pushing like high 70s so they've nerfed that now um, it's just it's just very very well managed very very clean the um, the money that you can spend in it's not too insidious we all know I like to spend money in these games and I, I pretty much I'll usually refrain from from paying for the um, season pass until right at the end. 
so I can go back and get all the when things. When you know you've unlocked everything. Yeah, ready, kind of exactly. Yeah, and even sense. then you can unlock a, a really, really good chunk of things for free anyway. So it's just, it's got a lovely balance to it. There are some stupid stuff in it, stupid things in it that you can buy like a £100 pack, but you can do that in any of the games now that have got yeah. consumables or a store. Um, so yeah, I'd say still probably the best mobile game that I've ever played. Come, well, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say that. Um, other than Grindstone. I'd agree. I, I'm, um, like, I'm, I'm 100% with you. If I wasn't so worried about being addicted to it and not playing anything else, I'm <laughs> still chipping away myself. But yeah, yeah really, it is a genuinely good game. Um, yeah. The other one, like, speaking of Marvel Snap, the other Disney-owned property, uh, Jedi Survivor. Mm. I know you played a bit of that. Alex, this was one of your favourites of the year as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I really enjoyed this game. I thought it was brilliant. Performance aside, I think just the... It was such a step up from the first one, and the first one was a good game. Um, but the, it it just like the story was much better, the combat was much better. Um, it's just a shame with the performance of that game. It's another one I feel like should have been marked down a wee bit because of how poorly it ran. Um, mm. There, and it's you say like there's so many games that don't get enough credit for how well they're coming out but then you think about it you shouldn't be in a stage because some of these games are coming out in such a bad state um, and it just that's the thing that left a sour taste in my mouth with Jedi Survivor because I don't think back to that game and think that was a brilliant game I think back to that game and I'm like that mm. was like the, the, the performance spoiled the experience whereas at least when you're thinking as we go back to talking about Final Fantasy there the performance in those high bits is perfect so it takes nothing away from them. Whereas when you're like doing any of those big battles and stuff, like the screen's tearing all over the place or kind of taking it all out of it. So yeah, it's a shame. But very, 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 very good game all round. Very good story. Um, nice length and stuff as well. I don't think it 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 kind of kind of hit that sweet spot in terms of how long it took to get through it too. So definitely worth playing, in my opinion. Cool. I agree. I think would you that, concur with that? Yeah, I, I partly would. I think they cyberpunked it a bit. So I think if you're, let's say you're now used to games getting a patch further down the line, that then completely eradicate these kind of performance issues. That's what I'd say a cyberpunk is now to me. Where like mm. I'm going, oh, you know what? I'm just going to wait, and I'll wait for it to all get resolved. I'll wait for it to be clean. I'll wait for it to be sixty FPS without any sort of tear and. And like, I mean, the tearing in that game is insane. It's so so bad. So yeah, I'm I'm cyberpunking it. I'm putting it on the shelf. I'm not going to play it until it's fixed. Yeah, I think uh, I'm the same. And I know Lewis, you've already said you're kind of planning to do the same with Jedi Survivor, right? Well, waiting, waiting until you know it's all sorted and it comes down to a more sensible price but what Lewis what else for you has been uh, a big a big hit this year well yeah I think last last time I was on this has been a tricky year for me I've not played a lot I had just forgotten about a game up until a minute ago um, so I've only completed four games this year and I'm only going to include no oh, that's a lot of shite completed games but really it, so Zelda is the, the best it is the best game I've played this year it's mm. Like it's like imagine Breath of the Wild, but just with some extra stuff thrown in. It really does change up the way you play that game. Um, it's I think it's the game I kind of need just now in this lull where I'm struggling with it, with sticking with 
everything really, like including like I know Ben, you mm. played Citizen Sleeper. I kind of just dropped off that, but I don't know if it's all mm. mean I wanted to play games because I knew Breath of the, uh, Tears of the Kingdom was coming out. Um, so yeah, like there's, there's Zelda, there is Metroid Prime. It feels like a million years ago that I played that. Yeah. Like a long, long time. Um, when was that? Was that like February, March time? It was February, March, because the one I've just remembered is Fire Emblem Engage. I was like, man, that was this year as well. Yeah, that before you or after. that, didn't you? Yeah, before or after uh, Metroid Prime, I was like, genuinely couldn't remember. I think roughly around the same time. But yeah, it's, it's a tricky year, but like the, the game that outweighs them all and probably will continue to outweigh for this entire year for me is Tears of the Kingdom. There's no other game that's coming that's coming close, to be honest. It's just yeah. the kind of, but it's just it's just my kind of game. I'm at that point now where um, I st- I have said, I said it before. I struggle with newer type games because I almost I'm too lazy to get into them. It's like even though it's a newer newer style of game, that Breath of the Wild loop, it's still a Zelda game. I know what I'm getting into. All this newer stuff like Hi-Fi Rush. We mm, spoke about that. Alex, Alex's game really didn't st- sit well with me despite apparently it's meant to be good but you know I think in years to come people will be like actually Lewis Wilson he was right he's dead he now, knew. but he was right nah <laughs> died of misery but no coming back to you then Alex to clap back Hi-Fi Rush was one of yours was it one of Hi-Fi Rush was one of mine I think because that came out and that shadow dropped from that direct and it just had a lot of buzz about it at the time but it it was so good. Like I really, really enjoyed Hi-Fi Rush. Like the whole experience, the story was good, the presentation was good, the action was good, the music was good, everything was good. And they're still adding to it. There's more DLC coming. I think the next few days. Um, just a really fun game. Another and piece. and very much needed from like Xbox that, at yeah, the time. At that point, like they it was needed very a W. Much needed. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. For me, uh, Lewis, you mentioned Metroid Prime. That I think that was the first game that I was like, couldn't put down, and I was very happy. Again, like like I said with uh, Final Fantasy, I really wanted to get into a Metroid Prime game because I had struggled in the past, and that this was the one. And I think it was the remaster was done in a very kind of un Nintendo way as well. The way you like you look at the 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 3D Mario All Stars thing, which was just completely phoned in. This was like lovingly remastered and it, it held up really well. Kind of played like a modern game. I was quite happy with that. Uh, and it has been the um, kind of like year of remakes as well. Like uh, Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp was another one of my favourites. And then the big one was uh, Resident Evil 4. It was been probably my game of the year so far. Toss up between that and... Um, Tears of the Kingdom, but I think uh, probably Resident Evil 4 just edges it because I couldn't put that game down at all. It was uh, just so, so good. And I'm really struggling to keep it together because Lewis and Dan are absolutely <laughs> creased up at adjusting the show notes as we go. Oh, hilarity. It's time to go. It's time to go. I saw a table. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Oh. No, no, that was oh, good. That was um, good. So those are the games we've enjoyed so far this year. Any games that have come out that we feel like we want to sort of 
get around to. Alex, I think the big one, the big elephant in the room, Alex, is that one you're holding right there. Tears of the Kingdom. Mm, I think it's coming the on one, holiday with only me. Only person on earth. Okay. And when are you going on holiday? A week on mm. Monday. Mm. And which centre park stalls that you're going to? Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't want um, spotted. Tears of the Kingdom and also Resident Evil 4. You want to get around to that as well, right? Are you waiting for the VR? Yeah, I think Resident Evil 4, I'm definitely going to wait for VR because, I mean, that's probably, I didn't mention any VR games in my, my game of the year, but there's definitely been a couple of them in there as well. Like, I'd probably have to pick out a couple in Red Matter 2 and probably now Synapse. Um, mm. And walk about mini golf, obviously. Of course. Um, but yeah, I'll wait for the VR Lou- version of RE4. Yeah, Lewis, we, we've already mentioned Jedi Survivor. I think both of us wanted to get around to that. But also, just according to the show notes, you wanted to get around to female 11 and female 16. <laughs> Too old. Is that right? <laughs> no. Are those your, are those your choices? Female. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'll get around to them eventually. That's, that's what the show notes say. I can only assume you've typed that in yourself. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, yeah, eventually at some point I'll get into that. You reckon? Waiting for mm-hmm. a price drop? Yeah, it will. Price drop in this time. I don't think I'll get around to it this year, but definitely right. at some point. It will okay. go on to PS Plus, won't it? Onto the one of the tiers. Would it be an exclusive? Is it timed or is it just exclusive? I think it's start? timed. But is it timed? Okay. I, I don't know if you'll ever see it come to Xbox. About like seven remake at this stage. Yeah. True. Very true. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, Dead Space, that remake, I wanted to get around to. I actually saw that today. It was dropped down to like its lowest price ever. It was like £42 and I was slightly tempted to pick it up. Um going passing. Yeah, true. But what, early next year, you reckon? No, it'll be this it'll year. Be it'll year either then. be, it'll be, was it six or nine months? It'll either be July or it- October. No. Well, no. maybe that's why it's dropped in price physically Alex, Alex knows what's know happened blooming Jill Spencer there he knows um, Octopath 2 and then yeah as we mentioned Jedi Survivor I'm going to get around to that one eventually and probably I'd like to go back and spend a bit more time on Fire Emblem Engage now that Lewis has reminded me of its existence how far did you get in that? five hours maybe did you? not far yeah not far at all far enough for one of the key members of my party to die permanently mm. Yeah, was that the first battle yeah. or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. And I was like, is this person like a key character? Yeah, they're really powerful. Oh, oh yeah. I've ruined my whole playthrough. Um, Dan, you mentioned Jedi Survivor going back to that. Anything else yep. you uh, kind of want to loop back on? Now that you said Fire Emblem, I want to go back to that. And I bought, re-bought mm. Three Houses, so I want to go back to that as well because I still think I've missed something on that, which a lot of other people enjoyed, you guys especially. Um, mm-hmm. Mass Effect Trilogy, I bought that on the deck so that's something that oh nice know a load of people revere those games and i was more of a dragon age guy so i'll I'll definitely enjoy them i just need to go back and play them so i've got the got the trilogy there to play the remastered version and then uh, alan wakey wines i need to go back to as well so alan wake i bought the remastered version and just never played it still in the cellophane so get it out play that game as in get the yes game plus game this month as well, no? it is typically so i might just leave it in the cellophane and then yeah. Was cellophane ping, ping, another ping. word of mine? What? Typically. Um, just say typically. Ah. ah. Okay, cool. Bollocks. Upcoming games we're hyped for for the rest of the year. I think it's a pretty 
even spread. Uh, Dan, we'll stick with you. What are you most hyped for? Starfield. Forthcoming games. I'm still saying Starfield. Yeah, I'm saying Starfield. I think I wasn't. And then we watched the Xbox showcase and I was like, yeah, I'm hyped for it. Shit. And Alex and I were texting the whole time and then writing on the Discord, um, thecrossbase.com slash Discord, and just completely enamored with what what was seen. It was just previously all of the videos and all of the um, the trailers were like, a, it just felt like a, a shit version of No Man's Sky. Then this one was, yeah, yeah okay, this is Fallout in space and I was waiting for it to be that. So, happy. Funnily enough, we it's gone from that to like one of our most hyped games. Because yeah. in 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 ahead of making this show plan for today, I listened back to our predictions episode. Okay, and uh, oh. we spent so much time going Starfield. Come on, Look shit. it's going to be shite. Yeah, yeah um, but now it's but it did. So, no, you didn't. To be fair, you've been resolute in your pro Xbox approach to fucking everything. Um, but no, that it was quite interesting to go back and then how it flipped just from that direct and that deep dive um, for me as well. It's just, yeah, it does look very cool. Very, very much looking forward to that now, which is nice. It's nice to have things to look forward to. Um, Lewis, you've got a couple of big things to look forward to. Hi. Yeah, I'll make two initially. Um, really looking forward to that. It looks it looks pretty scary. I can also see you've mentioned that, so I've got another one. Super Mario Wonder, I think looks wow. brilliant. Looks awesome. Just, just, just what I need. A nice, nice two D platformer, old school. Do you Elephants. Think, mm. Do you think Alan Wake Two will be too scary? Because I'm like, that's I really enjoyed Alan Wake. As in, when I, I remember playing it when I was younger, and Control. Obviously, we all love Control. Apart from mm. uh, most of us love oh, Control. Absolutely. Most of us enjoyed Control. Um, apart from the one song. And I'm just worried that it's, I don't know, maybe gone a little bit too horror for me. What do you think? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think there was an interview with Sam Lake, who, even like this was last year, maybe around when it was announced, and he's like, we're really gone, like a paraphrasing, on, gone over the top. It's very, very scary. And there are bits in more so the controlled DLC, where I think it's maybe the Alan Wake DLC, yeah. that is quite unsettling so if that's the anything to go by the this should be should be pretty scary i think i love that more unsettling just bodies hanging throughout the game yeah okay <laughs> okay thank mm. you is it have you got lewis any amount of trepidation in terms of like they've they've come out and they've said there's not going to be a physical version I think there will be eventually down the line but like are they is there any element that's going to be slightly more budget than maybe that preview appeared to be like because okay. they're they're working on a lot of projects simultaneously I just wonder is, is it have we seen like the best of it kind of like we saw with Cyberpunk and then hmm. the rest of it's going to be like oh it's actually yeah I mean I don't know I can know they've got different. There's a different. There are different directors for whatever games, like and different teams that work on those directors that I don't think are mixed in any way. So I don't. Mm. I'm not worried about it coming out digitally only. Only it doesn't. I don't care to be honest. Um, Could it be episodic? Yeah, I mean the first one. It's almost like it's an episode, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like the first one. There's... I'm just thinking if they do the same with this, and that's why it's digital, similar to like. 
what was it Life is Strange that's what they did they mm. brought episodes out every so often and dropped those rather than I think they would have said that but yeah I, would just I don't know that would be a cool twist if they didn't say it though. no it would be cool I'd like and that. then you find out because they've been really vague about the reasons initially it was like oh it's to keep the costs low and then last week they came out and said oh it's so we can keep working on it until the last minute mm. to make it the best version possible which both of those sound a bit bullshitty so there might be something else that's yeah it. I yeah I, I think it looks excellent from that last preview we got um, yeah suddenly very hyped for that as well you think you're going to play Definitely. the first one? Uh, what, now that it's coming to yeah. PS Plus? How long is it? 12? Maybe. Maybe. How much like control is it? Don't let him get here, Lewis, because he did, did did this with Final Fantasy 12 and still does this with me with Final Fantasy 12. So don't let him get to you. Just ignore him. Glad. Just ignore him. I'm just glad I never gave him a copy control, unlike what happened with Final Fantasy XII. Why did you have to rub that in? I was on your side then. I wasn't rubbing it in. I'm trying, to, mate, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying like to get better. You look like a fucking floating head. You better wind your lack of neck in. <laughs> I'm, I was trying to get Ben in trouble there, because he's got that still, and he's not giving it back. He said it's a gift. You say it was hey, not a gift. I uh, I like Final Fantasy now, so I'll get around to it. That's, That's my next plan after Seven Don't Remake. Don't try and pull me back in. I'm not fucking accepting that as a reason. <laughs> uh, Alex, I got Starfield. I was trying to get Ben in trouble. <laughs> you're ahead. Obviously, you're hyped for Starfield. <laughs> You're also hyped for Forza Motorsport? Oh, yeah, because that's me. Why? Like, what is possibly interesting about Forza Motorsport? Cars and racing. But like, given how you reacted to Gran Turismo 7, and it's very much like... Oh, but Xbox's Forza's never been as bland as how bland Gran Turismo is. Motorsport is pretty bland. Still. No, but even, pretty... even how they presented it in the career modes and stuff have always been a bit more exciting. And I think the way they're looking at this, it feels like career mode, but, but it just it looks incredible and I'm excited for it, whether you think it's bland or not. Right? Okay. I don't need to justify my excitement I'm to personally anyone. looking forward to it. So you don't have to, I'm not attacking you, I'm just like, what's the, where's the hype coming from? I've like, been hyped from this since they first revealed it, to be fair. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, fine. <laughs> Happy days, happy days. Yeah, I think they missed it. Uh, so can I can I mention one more me. that I didn't write down? Of course you can. Which of course you can. I'm probably more so become hyped reading. over the last week or so. Um, cocoon. Yes. Oh, and we got a release date for that. We got a release we? date for that tonight. So yes. Yeah. What is it? 29th of mm-hmm. September. Did yes, we say? September 29th. Not my anniversary nice. or my birthday or good. anything. Not, not is it actually or not it's not no it's okay, nothing good. all you guys have uh, we'll get to this in a minute all you guys have used your picks haven't you on Fancy Critic oh well yep. Dan jumping ahead why don't we get to that right now let's talk about Fancy Critic Alex <laughs> we've jumped the gun we've switched around the order but since we're talking about it where are we what's the latest how are these first <laughs> six months gone on Fantasy Critic terribly the, the breakdown terribly <laughs> What are the standings? What has been the moves and shakers over the last few weeks? If we're looking at the actual standings, um, so we've all had five... Can I I just say, before you start, again, listening back to our predictions episode when we also did our fantasy critic picks, (laughs) Alex, at the start, when we all did our initial picks, you were projected to come first. No, projected to come uh, last. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice guys, finish last. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so if we, um, if we look at actual points, we've all had four or five games released each. So Ben and yep. Dan have had four, me and Lewis have had five. Lewis is currently first with 67.19 points. Ben is second with 65.26 points. Dan is third with 47.49 points. And I am fourth with 19.5 points. After five games. <laughs> Mainly due to the shit heap that was Redfall. So, oh, yes. um, But it's still all to play for. We've got like half the games to come. Half the games to come. Okay. If you look at the projections, hmm. Ben is projected to come first in 113.26 points. Crazy. Lewis wow. second wow. in 91.91 points. Dan third in 83.88 and me last in oh. 67.95. I still think I could win. Like, well, we've seen how accurate the projections are. I don't think yeah. there's much to go on, is it? I mean, if um, Cyberpunk really, uh, Cyberpunk, if Starfield really tanks and isn't as good day one, there's a chance... But apart from that, I've got no chance. What are your biggies that you think you're, that you've got coming out in the next six months? Like, those two? Uh, Would you want me to go through? Yeah, go on. What's, yeah, yeah, that's a good good. Well, my last, actually my last one's going to be Cocoon as well, by the way. So I've, I've, I mm. bid for that. You guys can't bid for it. So. I can. No, you can't. Oh, you? He can, because he can drop, I can drop uh, Senua's, Senua's Saga. Ah, bollocks. I've got more money than you. <laughs> now you've revealed no, you it, man. You've told Shit. it. No, you don't. I've got eighty dollars. Oh, he has as well. He got eight dollars. <laughs> oh shit! This is the beauty of it. So I've got about so thirty-three. So no matter what you do, well, your voice went away before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now who's the loser? Don't you? I don't you? Don't that's like <laughs> the secret bidding has been the most fun part of this. Like, no, it I wasn't. loved how on last week on last you, week's podcast, shit house. we were talking about the Nintendo Direct, and then Persona Five Tactica came up, and Dan was like. Think you might bid for that in your fantasy? Like obviously trying to goad me into doing it, and then come Saturday night when all the bids, both uh, I think me, Dan, and Alex had all bidded on um, Mario Wonder. Alex, Alex's last game, and he's fucking tight with it. Mm. And he was like, "Oh, bid thirty one dollar. You've got eighty in the bank. You could have won oh, it. You never know." Because well, I almost bid like. A dollar over you, Dan. No, uh, over what your remaining budget is, just to be a gobshite. But then I was like, no, Alex might actually bid for this yeah. as well. But he's never going to go over <laughs> like a yeah. certain threshold. Um, so yeah, that was that was good. Was I need something to be cancelled to make any more bids. Can't do it. Can't drop mm. anything either. Yeah, I'm not ready. That's my concern. Is uh, I've got Gumbrella in mine, and there's been no release date announced for that at all. So I'm like, and I haven't heard anything this year. So I'm almost like I'd love it if they just came out and said it's not coming out this year. Are you going yeah. like in the minute? Oh, I, I don't know through how, the games. Yeah, so I don't know how the super drop works, but I I might get to drop Redfall if I'm sitting last, and then get to pick something else. So that could be a cat amongst pigeons. Have you just, just thrown that little rule in for himself? Uh, no, that's, super that's, drop. That's already There's been out, no yeah. mention of that thus far. I don't know how it works though. I know there is this thing called Super Drop to try and like even it back up, and I think it's like the, either the last one or the last two get to drop a game. But de- I think it depends how many people are in the league. Sounds like someone's been paying the DLC. That's what I reckon. <laughs> a little bit of sly money, fancy critic. I think you should do it. Mm. Super Drop. So Lewis Games to come has got Alamake Two. Mm. Yep. Silk mm. which is probably not coming this year. Yeah. Um, Prime Four, which is. Probably not coming this year. Maybe um, Christmas good. release. 
Good Bye Volcano Highs looks decent, and Assassin's Creed Mirage looks decent. So try, that's yeah. one I can try and drop. <laughs> I think it'll. Right. I think I think it'll be I, I, like I think that was an more than the 80s. So it's Calpix. Not great though, is it? Let's counterpick Spider Man no. 2, but just going to score None in the of 80s, ours, apart imagine. from Alex's counterpick, are good though. Like, all no. of ours are terrible. <laughs> Very bulk, bullish from what does it do? Like, what does it do to the scores? Like, so if, for every every point above 70, it takes one off of yours, so it's a so negative. Say like, mm. say, let's say Alan Wake 2 gets an 85. Yep, I'd get minus 15 points yeah, yeah, for that, yeah. wouldn't I? Yeah. Okay. So, so Starfield gets a 95, Dan gets minus 25. <laughs> minus 30. <laughs> that, that would be amazing. Uh, who else has got what? So coming? Ben's got Forza, which is why he's probably looking for it. Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who raised his name, which did get released date, I'm sure, from November, if I remember yeah, yeah, correctly. Yeah. 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 Pikmin. Pikmin. Four. Banger. Armored yes. Core 6, which I think Nat's previews were a bit panned. Yeah, um, I yeah. reckon high seventies for that. I think that could be lower. Yeah, um, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. He's lost. It's at least a ninety, surely. Don't know. You know, like I think last... mid to high eighties probably. Yeah, I was going to say the last. Uh, couple I think it'll really... hit into the nineties, and then I'll hit nineties. Nah, it'll be too simple for ninety. Don't know. An elephant's be... worth ten points in itself. So yeah, like so. That's what they say. Packed his trunk. Um, they never um... very good uh, alright any more updates on Fantasy Critic yeah so I've got nice. Spider-Man 2 Starfield Hellblade to drop because it's been delayed Sea of Stars mm-hmm. and Mortal Kombat 1 so the games I've got to come I think it's going pretty well to be fair yeah um, so if but... we yeah could, could all even up particularly this Super drop thing you've just invented. That would be. Um, <laughs> I don't. Even, I don't even know if it's a real thing. So, um, mm, no. and then Dan's got Plucky Squire, which I'm really looking forward to. If it ever it comes out, it needs a release date. Oxen Free, which is fairly soon. Mino the Hollower, which is not sure. Hades mm. Two, which is not going to come out this year, and not Lies of P, which is looking decent in the preview High demo. People right. yeah. Like yeah, and then that agreed. And Starfield as his counter pick. I wish I'd picked oh. Hades too as my counter pick. Again, going back to the predictions episode, I was I'm an anarin about whether to pick that, and then I ended well, up going about it. Doesn't come two. out, then you gut it. You won't you get, get it. Zero. Will you? you get yeah. zero, which is good really for a counter pick. Uh, okay. Okay. You know, but cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing ago, this. All to play for. Yeah. I'm looking forward to doing this next year. Now we've all got like a rough idea of what's going on. I think next year's when <laughs> when the real game will start. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. That's right. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be like the NFL. Right, so... We're going to be like talking to each other, trying to like, trade draft picks. <laughs> Can I go first? I'll trade this. <laughs> so before we move on, um, we've got quick quick catch up on some of our predictions. I'll just focus on the ones that have been well that have kind of had some movement on them so for me personally one of my predictions was the switch will win this year so of all the consoles it will have the best releases for the year well, how do how do we feel about that so far i feel like tears of the kingdom it's got some it's got a brand new mario game tears of the kingdom i think we might be uh, i don't know i feel reasonably confident about that probably yeah. not 
Probably not. PlayStation and Xbox have had reasonably quiet years. Obviously, Starfield could sway that, but no, I think I'm feeling all right. Uh, one I feel less confident about is Starfield will be shite slash underwhelming. <laughs> and I've got a little note here next to this. Dan says Redfall could be game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Just to take the heat off me oh, a little bit. Gaming experts. Uh, yeah. Fucking love it. This whole like conversation we had, we were all just like, yeah, I'm not sure. It's not really, I can't really see the appeal of Starfield. And then we, we spent about 10 minutes going, Redfall, on the other hand, looks like it Ooh. was really fun and interesting. <laughs> what did I say about Redfield? Surely I said it looked rubbish. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've been saying that since I've seen it. I think you were quite quiet. I think you were just gritting your teeth. Um, <laughs> Dan's predictions, uh, Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> Metacritic will be below 80, oh. uh, which it's, I think been, it's currently maybe. sitting at 88. Yeah. yeah, probably right. It should have been, but it's currently sitting yeah. at 88. Uh, and also, I mean, you're going to get points for this as far as I'm concerned. Sony will announce a new Vita. Hmm. No. Um, no. Well, he, went on, he went on, the discussion did continue on, and we, we ended up sort of getting, okay, well, it might be some sort of cloud streaming device site. As far as I'm concerned, there's points on the board for Dan. That's closer than you've ever yeah. got well Sunshine. Yeah. Well, done. Um, well let's Thank see, you. because Alex's predictions were <laughs> a sequel to Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> were you high? For the game that has been discontinued. <laughs> well, they might still announce a sequel. Yeah. Um, it's just not called Dreams anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that will be announced and heavily uh, uh, heavily focused on VR. Yeah. I think you're in your VR, like you'd pre-ordered it at that yeah. stage, you're in your VR oh, element. Yeah. Um, so that was one of your predictions. <laughs> Another one which is, I'm afraid, has failed miserably. Tears of the Kingdom will fall below 90 oh, on Metacritic. And it is very much 96. But those weren't the least accurate predictions we've had. Lewis, yours, a uh, couple of yours, Silk Song will release on February 14th. I didn't say what year. <laughs> said true. that last year, yeah. 2023 predictions. And uh, you failed one, I think, within the first month of the year. Any Xbox exclusives will be rated 80 or less. Yeah, but I'd like to caveat that, which I'm pretty sure I did. If I rush, 87. <laughs> which is nowhere near an 87. <laughs> It is not an 87. Uh, it's, it's, it isn't. I'd say 77 at a push. The numbers, I mean, they're all there. The so numbers. We'll Metacritic, 87, as, as things Hips stand. Hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. So there we go. Terrible predictions, I think. So far, Dan's the only one with anything approaching a point. I might win somewhere. something this year. Fucking hell. might yeah. actually win something, so that's good. Um, speaking of Dan winning something, has is there any appetite... For a quiz, yeah, we've got a wee quiz lined yeah. up. If you've got the energy, you got the time. We can get I'm into good it. at quizzes. Let's, <laughs> Let's find out. <clears throat> Let's find out. Right, strap in, lads. Strap in. Uh, I've ask had a, this all. Can I ask Go a question on. about the quiz? Please, sure. You know, let me know if you've already if you want to say this. Who's the okay. quiz by? Is it by uh, AI de- device or by a, a person? It has been made, crafted painstakingly crafted by a human being by two kids on Fiverr in Thailand <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Mr. Jean so uh, no it's not so what we're going to do here <clears throat> to celebrate 
the release of the latest installment in Dan's favourite game series of all time. Today, we're going to be playing Final Dantasy. All great quizzes have a great name. Uh, in true JRPG style, here's a convoluted explanation of what's going on. I'll try and do it in a Clive voice. We join our tale as our hero, Dan, has ventured far, far north to a mysterious and foreboding wasteland. Even more mysterious and foreboding than the wasteland he came from. After a frankly unnecessary amount of random encounters with heroin-crazed porridge monsters, Dan seeks refuge in a cave with the light fading fast and his once immaculate quiff wilting in the dank air. Dan finally allows himself a moment to rest as he searches his trusty Louis Vuitton knapsack. Alas, all that remains of the supplies Dan made his wife prepare for him, even though she'd actually had a really busy day as well, was a jar of Lloyd Grossman Korma sauce. You're a twat. The weakest, <laughs> the weakest healing item in all of the land, but he guzzled it down regardless. Refusing to waste a drop, Dan uses his weird little Among Us thumbs to get the remaining sauce from the sides of his mouth. From the sides of his mouth. But then, ambush! Perhaps alerted by the unfamiliar scent of exotic food or overpriced skincare products, a great two-headed monster appears. It lets out an almighty but completely unintelligible roar. What you fucking doing in this cave, you wee gobshite? <laughs> Without a moment's thought, Dan draws his sword, which he got with some game he'll never play, and prepares to battle. Cue battle music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I really, so I really fucking hope Stace is in. <laughs> she had me fucking recorded it, mate. She right. left me. Hi, Stace. <laughs> okay. So, Dan. <clears throat> you are on your own here. Okay. As you got from the backstory. Yeah. And you're going up against the two-headed beast of Lewis and Alex. Mm. But you will be pleased to know, especially you, Dan, this is a turn-based battle. Ooh. Yeah? None of your action combat, strictly turn-based. But it's not going to be easy. If both Lewis and Alex get the question right, they will do two points of damage. Shit. If only one of them gets a question right, they'll do one point of damage. Okay. If neither of them get the question right, zero. So there we go. Um, and even though they are, in a, they are a potent attacking force, they are completely unable to defend. So, since there's only one of you, Dan, you can only inf you can only inflict one point of damage at a time. Okay. You with me so far? I'm with you. And nope. since you have been blessed by the gods with the agile ability... You can also choose to defend on your turn. 
which will nullify one point of damage. Okay. It's all very JRPG. You get me so far, Dan. I'm enjoying with this. Me? Keep going. Yeah. I'm with you. So you'll do one damage point. So if you think Alex and Lewis will have both got a question right, if you defend, you will only receive one point of damage as opposed to two. Yeah. What's the time? <laughs> <laughs> but Dan, there's more. You've got one final trick up your sleeve Is this to turn the tide in battle. Don't interrupt me for fuck's sake. A single use summons named Narcissus wielding the power <laughs> altruists lament. If you choose to call upon this Narcissus... This is a fucking character assassination. This is not, <laughs> the game ends at the end of this. You... <laughs> if you choose to call upon Narcissus for his power, for one turn only, you will deal two damage and be completely shielded if you answer the question correctly. If any of you answer your questions incorrectly, your action will be ineffective. Please get WhatsApp at the ready oh. so you can each send me your answers privately Ooh. within five seconds of me finishing the question. Lewis, I'll come to you for questions in a moment. Thank you. Both parties begin the battle with five HP. <coughs> And I will do my very best to keep score in this ridiculous game for some reason. So has everyone got WhatsApp at the ready? Yes. I've got WhatsApp there. Dan's already called me a twat. This is excellent. Yep. yep. Okay. Lewis is there. Alex, just send me a little text just to just so I know you're there as well. Good. A little devil face. Excellent. <laughs> Let's begin with the first <clears throat> round. Any questions before we begin? How many points of damage does Dan have Dan does one damage per hit unless he's using his summons which does two damage and completely shields him how many that turn only what's his what's his health he's got five health points he's got five health points okay Okay. are you with me yeah yes Yes. sure I'm not even sure I'm with myself so that's good do we need to make beastie noises you can make whatever noises you want let's begin I've got a notepad. Uh, right, are we ready? Awesome. Round one. These will be fairly simple questions. Ah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to answer. I'm going to ask the question. I want you all to send me your answer quickly as possible. And then once you've sent the answer, I'm going to come to Dan so he can decide what he's going to do. Whether he's going to attack, whether he's going to defend. Blah, blah, blah. Do we have a special ready? ability? No, you don't. Yeah, you just, yeah your special you ability is called shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Right, here we go. Ready? Question one. The first Final Fantasy game Final was released from the... Of course it's themed, isn't it? You haven't picked up on that, you fucking idiot. The first, final... the first Final Fantasy game was released on the Nintendo Entertainment System in which year in Japan? Was it A, 1989, B, 1986, C, 1990, or D, 1987? Go. Do you see how quick I mashed this up, by the way? Very quick, Dan. Okay. You have all locked your answers in. Okay, that's good. Well done. Dan, over to you. So now you've got to decide. Do you think Lewis and Alex have got that right or wrong? Do you want to defend? Do you want to take the initiative and attack? I'm going to attack. You're going to attack for one point. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Dan's attacking for one point. So that means if he gets it right, Lewis and Alex are down to four HP. Each. 
We'll be there. You're we, one we're entity. Two-headed. You're a two-headed oh, monster. We've got two heads. Two heads. You didn't listen to the law. Um, <laughs> okay. So, I can tell you, Dan, mm. you've got that right. The correct answer is 1987. Lewis, you also got it right. So you dished back one Bollocks. damage point. Alex, you got it wrong. So that means... For each. You've got one. You're both down to four points. Here we go. Good. That's a good... That's worked. That's, that's, that's right so far. Absolutely ravaged there. All right, next. <laughs> next. Next round. <clears throat> Here we go. Are we ready? Yeah. Danny, you're listening. Okay, next round. Get ready. Get ready with the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Need your answers. In Final <clears throat> Fantasy VII, what is the name of Barrett's eco-terrorist group? Is it A, Avalanche, B, Apache, C, Agincourt, or D, Argos? Okay, I hear. I've got two answers. I've got all three answers. Everyone has answered. Okay, Dan, what do you want to do, son? I'm going to use my summon. You're going to use your big summon, pulling out the big gun. (laughs) The power of Narcissus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Dan has brought down. So, Dan is completely shielded. Whether you got this right or wrong, he's shielded now. Mm. And he's doing two points of damage. If he gets it right. Of course, and even I knew this, the answer is Avalanche. It was A, Avalanche. And I can tell you, Dan, that Lewis and Alex both said Apache. <laughs> How'd you get that wrong? I've never played They're idiots. It. They're idiots. So, Dan, you've done two chunks of damage but there wasted so his, now wasted yes. his thing <laughs> there we go no but he's he's got you down you're down to two you're on the ropes Dan is still on four <laughs> HP Lewis and Alex on two it's all on you guys now as Push we go over. into the third the third turn of this intense boss battle here we go <clears throat> I'm enjoying this far too much okay you be a good games master we should do a D&D g- we should be more nerdy. We should improve. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Great night, Next question. <laughs> which which recurring character was described by producer Hironobu Sakaguchi as the Yoda of the series? Was it A. Kate Sith, B. Ifrit, C. Sid, or D. Cloud? Go. First one is in. Second one is in. All right, everyone has said their answers. I can tell you now this is going to be interesting. Dan, what do you want to do? Do you want to attack? Do you want to defend? Those are your options. You've used your summons already. So if both of them get it right, I take two damage. Yeah. And you are currently on four HP. They are on two HP. I'm going to attack. He's going to go for the jugular. He's going to attack. Got to respect that. You have to respect that. Have to respect it. I respect that. (laughs) (laughs) Lewis lashing back. Lewis was ineffective though because he said cloud. 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 So Lewis, swing and a miss from Lewis. Alex, on the other hand, (laughs) was correct. 
and he said Sid as did Dan so you've taken one point <sighs> off each other there so Dan Ooh. you're down to three HP Alex and Lewis the two headed monster two. you're down to one one HP so Dan you could win it here you could get that KO in this round okay. sure summons. You, know, you, got, you, do, you do two damage yeah. I went with yeah. Phoenix so I'm sorry if I summon you, Ganondorf if you get these right now this question both of you get it right and Dan gets it wrong you're even I'm gonna rise so go. like a phoenix okay <laughs> that's a rocket league song out of the ashes hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> right trying to pick an interesting question here that'll keep things interesting pick one from like a question that's like about 20 hours into the game where yeah. Dan won't know Nobody's going to validate the answers. Just make it interesting. Who was the main protagonist in Final Fantasy V? Off. Was it Squall, Lionheart, Firion, Terra Branford, or Bart Clouser? Can you see that Apologies again? if you're listening at home. No, I can't say it again. You've got five seconds to go. I yelp. I didn't even hear it. A, B, C, or D. I don't even know if I gave you the full answer. I just heard the word and picked that word. So... <laughs> I love that. This is, yeah, these answers are just completely random. Um, let's see what the answer is. Yep, as I suspected. Good. So, I can tell you nothing. Dan, what do you want to do? So, what choices are? I can attack or defend. So, you can defend to save yourself one HP, or you can attack to dish out one HP. So, that means one of us has got the <laughs> right. If you're wrong then whatever you choose will be ineffective. And if these guys are wrong, whatever they choose will be ineffective. I'm not confident. I'm going to defend. It's defending for one point. Let's hope we both got it right, Lewis. Well, I think one of us got it right here. Because Surely Ben said one, right. one point, which I think means he gave Dan a clue, saying that he'd get one hit there. If you lose we'll one point, we'll see if we'll lose two. Let's find I out. I can tell you, Let's find out. Dan chose Terra Branford. I think six. Alex chose Squall Lionheart. That's and wrong. Lewis chose B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're all wrong. The actual answer yeah. is Bart's Clouser. Oh, was Clouser. It? Who knows? It was what? So, I was uh, starting to write Bart, but I ran out of time. <laughs> yeah. So it was D. So that means it's still all to play for. Dan, you're on three HP. Alex and Lewis are on one HP still. So let's go. To another question. Bring it on. You're up against the ropes, boys. Let's see what happens. Kind of right. It all. You keep reminding me of that man you know, he's like the Australian guy with the dog. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly who's in my head. He came running over, running. <laughs> the wife's. Right. Okay. It comes down to this. Which of these? is not a character that appears in Final Fantasy X or oh. X2. Or 2. Shit. 10 or 10 2. 10 or 10 2. Okay. A, Tidus. 2, Zidane. A, Tidus. 2. A, Tidus. B, Zidane. C, <laughs> Riku. Or D, Lulu. You know what I meant by... Let's go. I'll clarify it, but... Yeah, bit of an easier one, that one, to be fair. Is um, 
<laughs> so all the answers are locked in Dan what are you going to do you're going to go for the jugular or are you going to play it safe I want to go for it's the up to you. juggly bear please going to go for the jugular Dan has chosen to attack for one HP so if he gets it right well that's game over basically uh, so so I can tell you Dan Dan went for Zidane Lewis also went for Zidane Zidane tribal Alex went for Riku ah uh, Riku said it which is incorrect Zidane is correct Dan does one damage and finishes off the two-headed monster of Alex and Lewis. Congratulations, Dan. <laughs> Death animation. There we go. Victory music. Congratulations, Dan. You've proved yourself to be a font of knowledge. Wicked myself. Final font to see. Just wait till we well return in our ultimate form. <laughs> Mega bastard. Mega bastard. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be back. Name me evolve uh, into Mega Cunt. <laughs> oh, bloody hell wow C-bombs what time is it 25 past 10 we've had a nice time Alex don't ruin it um, <laughs> that's it that's it from me that's all I, that's all I had for ideas that was great that was fantastic mate brilliant thank you Enjoy apart that. from the complete character assassination at the start which was purposeful ah. yeah. so, yeah, it's fine all fun again all said with love all said with love I'll take it I, I dish it out enough so totally back over to you boo just a winner won't I just a winner uh, lads, well that, that was fantastic clicks for Ben please clicks for Ben come on come on some effort oh, please 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 there we go please uh, number one Kojima fan right there he is the number one <laughs> Kojima fan he hasn't even played a Kojima game so I don't yeah. even know what the fuck's he's wearing yeah, Death Stranding so yeah. really how much is Death Stranding uh, I played it all on hard so while you were hard uh, so thank you for listening to our inane ramblings this week if you're a regular listener and fancy getting a bit more involved with our fellow players our social links are pretty simple I'm going to do what Laurie does simple and easy to remember uh, just go to thecrossplayers.com uh, forward slash the discord to go to discord or you can go to youtube.com slash thecrossplayers uh, or you can go to twitter and search for the crossplayers or if you want to, if you're so inclined, any of the social media outlets, if you put the crossplays in there, it's really simple. You just need to put the cross... I feel like Neil Warnock. You just need to put the crossplays in, and that is literally it. Like That's him. all you need to do. You say I sound like him. It's because I'm Northern. Um, That's it. That's been everything. We need to go through our patrons. Uh, Ethan Hunt, Steve Sticky Simpson, Nate Ellingsworth, Carl Hughes, Sean Hughes, Jason Frost... Sarah Purbrick, Rebecca Rudranath, Luke Cooper, Kevin Scully, Mark Hammond, Rune Storm, Phil Marshall, Lalina DeSaltos, Eamon McCauley. I've got through them all this week. There was no silly ones. Well done. Someone, well done. Someone's, someone's trying to write something in there. <laughs> IP freely or something, would it be next time? Uh, ben, pleasure as always, mate. Thank you very much for uh, blessing us with your time this week. Alex Lewis. Thank you. Thank you, you guys. Are- you're always free, aren't you? So, yeah, basically. Pretty much free all the time. So, But Ben, thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Ah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
Dan, 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 dan,